Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Leslie Hensel. Leslie, you are the co-founder of Riverbend Consulting. You're found on the web at riverbendconsulting.com. Leslie, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me here today. Yeah, give us an overview of what Riverbend Consulting does, what you do, who you work with, and it has a lot to do with a big company that begins with an A. (laughs) Yes, it does. So what a lot of people do not realize is two-thirds of the products sold on Amazon, that company with an A, are not <laughs> sold by Amazon.com. They are actually sold by third-party sellers. And being a third-party seller on Amazon is really difficult because Amazon is a huge bureaucracy. It's almost like working with a government agency sometimes. So we help those sellers who are having problems with Amazon to navigate the maze of rules and regulations, a lot of them actually get suspended. They'll get kicked off of Amazon or their products get kicked off of Amazon and we help them to get back live. Yeah. um, Why does that sort of thing happen? So there are two main reasons. The first is product quality problems. So you have buyers who complain they didn't get the right thing or it wasn't Mm -hmm. brand new, wasn't what was described on the detail page, the advertising page that you look at. So if Amazon sees a lot of those complaints, they will take your account down or take down the item. The second reason can be for breaking some of Amazon's rules. And a lot of those are very specific and detailed and boring things that most people don't care about, but it's It's like uh, changing those detail pages in a way you're not supposed to, or drop shipping in a way you're not supposed to, or being unfair to other sellers or being unfair to buyers, kind of the bad guy reasons to get suspended. And I have to imagine a lot of these reasons for challenges or problems have to be pretty frustrating at times for sellers. Oh, absolutely. I have talked to sellers Um, of all sizes. Some of our clients are mom and pop people operating Mm. out of their basement or their garage, all the way up to people who do a billion dollars a year on Amazon alone. And so when talking to these people, there is sometimes crying for real, gnashing of teeth, uh, major anger and frustration, because you can't really talk to a human very often at Amazon. And when you do get to a human, a lot of times they tell you the wrong information. And that is not very useful for you to get in good and fix what is going wrong. Yeah. Now, all that said, you know, when you're working well within the Amazon ecosystem, it can be pretty great compared to just setting up your own, say, storefront, you know, your own e-com website, you're going to put, you know, WooCommerce or something on your WordPress site and say, okay, I'm open for business. Uh, You know, if you can get in with Amazon, boy, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of, again, there's obviously some considerations, there's some challenges, some negatives from a seller standpoint, uh, but wow, what a great platform to get in front of folks. Amazon has really become a required platform for brands. I like to call it the biggest small business incubator in the history of the world. It really truly is. There are so many people who have started up innovative new brands on Amazon only. And we're able to launch these businesses where now they're selling 10 million, 20 million, $50 million worth of product a year that didn't exist before for the exact reason you said. If you're on Amazon, you have access to their hundreds of millions of prime subscribers. It is a built-in audience. Whereas the alternative, instead of being on Amazon and advertising on Amazon, is to be out on a you know, Shopify store and advertising on Google Unless you already have some name recognition it or a really specific product, it is super hard to break through all the noise and spend enough on ads to drive people to that individual store. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there are some unique, I'd say, goals when you're in Amazon that I think are going to be really great. Um, one of them, I, uh, you know, I know I've had conversations about this is how does somebody get um, to become an Amazon choice? Because I know that that can make a that can make a huge difference. Yes, and such a great question because I've seen clients who, when they suddenly have the Amazon Choice badge or the Best Seller badge, either one, their yeah, right. sales their sales will double or triple overnight. It is absolutely insane. So, what's really important is if you have a subcategory that you can be in, instead of just being in a broad category where you actually have a chance to get that bestseller badge, you're in a smaller ecosystem, right? So instead of saying that you're in pins, if there's a subcategory for buying point pins or permanent ink pins, you wanna be in that correct subcategory because you're a lot more likely to get a bestseller badge in a smaller category or in a niche product but then it will spit you out higher in search results just in general for pens. Um, also, Amazon gives you this beautiful thing called a honeymoon period. Mm. When you launch a new product on Amazon for about 60 days, sometimes it can linger up to 90 days. Everything you do is wonderful, just like on the honeymoon. Even if you're <laughs> annoying, your spouse thinks it's cute, right? Same thing for Amazon. So during that beginning period, any traction that you get, any sales that you get, uh, good results in PPC and your, your pay-per-click ads, good results with your SEO results, um, it's all treated as magnified. And those results are bigger and better. So it's really important that when you launch a new product, you really invest in that first 45 days, put in a lot of money and time and work it, work it, work it and refine all of your ad campaigns and your SEO, because that can jumpstart you to having a shot at that bestseller badge another 90, 120 days down the road. Yeah. I, and so when you're talking about SEO, so obviously we're talking about our Amazon product page, right? And so, and boy, I, I see some products, it's like, man, are you even trying? <laughs> and then I see others, I'm like, Okay, I'm buying. I, I, I could not possibly have any questions or concerns at this point. You have so many great photos. You've spent the time. You, you've helped me make an educated decision. I mean, I really appreciate that, but I'm sure it takes a lot of work um, to get a profile or I, I don't know, I'm not using the right page, but you know, kind of the product 
page um, for that individual product, um, I'm sure it takes some effort to kind of get it dialed into what consumers really want. Absolutely. So what people should know is that there is special SEO that is Amazon SEO, just like mm. usually when we talk about SEO, we're talking about Google. Right? Yeah, um, right. Amazon has its own search engine called the A9, and its, its search engine is very similar to Google, but it has its own quirks and things that it values over time. And what it values is exactly what you were just talking about, a listing detail page that is beautiful and informative and takes advantage of all of the features that it has to offer. So there, for example, there are seven slots available for photos, images of some kind. So good infographics, something that shows the scale of the product. I'm sure you've seen that before, so you can tell how big or little it really is. Mm. Um, we love lifestyle images, especially lifestyle images with babies, dogs, and hot women. It's a thing. It will help you sell more products if your lifestyle images have those things. Um, using your keywords properly. And then there's a big section if you scroll down below the first part, sometimes there's this brand imagery and that's called A plus content or enhanced brand content. It's where, it's where the brand will show its other products, talk about its brand values. It's more like a commercial on TV instead of a listing for one product um, using that. And another thing that Amazon loves is video. So right now, um, the Amazon algorithm is favoring detail pages that have a video included, especially if it's a good explainer video or a lifestyle video in that page. And if on mobile, it really favors those in search results. Uh, so here we are. 2023 is recently begun. Uh, what are your predictions for uh, the uh, 2023 when it comes to Amazon? Such a good question because Amazon changes so quickly all the time. Um, so one thing that I think you're going to see is continued degradation in the two-day delivery promise, which makes me very sad. Uh, Amazon actually overbuilt some of its warehouses toward the mm. end of the COVID period. And they leased up a bunch of warehouse space um, in some markets that now they're trying to get rid of. They're trying to sublease it or break those leases to get wow. out of it. Well, all that extra space benefited uh, consumers who there were more like substation areas and places closer to your house so you could get that overnight delivery. Well, I think if you're outside of a major metro, you're going to start to see some pullback on that delivery because Amazon is very concerned about cost cutting. Um, they are laying off about 20,000 people. Jeez. Some of the customer service is going to lag a little bit. And for people on my side of the house who need help from seller support, uh, we're already starting to see some lags there. But on the positive side, for consumers, not so much for sellers, um, sellers are still really feeling the brunt of inflation. And the producer and the producer inputs, they are being more hard hit than a lot of households even realize. And a lot of uh, sellers are having to eat the cost increases because they can't pass it along to consumers. There's too much competition. I think you're going to see prices on some of the staples that you depend on actually drop on Amazon. And I think you're really going to see prices drop on some of the um, specialty goods on Amazon just because sellers are going to have to take lower margins so they can move the inventory. 
Um, there's going to be some opportunities for products you may have bookmarked. So keep your wish list up to date, y'all, because <laughs> with a wish list, sometimes it'll you can have it email you when the price drops. Set up your wish list with those because I think you're going to see some prices drop. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, getting back to, um, you know, thinking of someone who's considering selling products on Amazon, um, you know, let's say that they've got a print shop and they've printed up, you know, like 10,000 posters and, or, or, or they, they can print about as many posters as they think are going to sell. Let's say that I wanted to sell a, a, a poster on Amazon, just as an example, I, I have no idea what, you know, would be a better example. Uh, what, like, what is that process like um, in terms of like, you know, how many do I need to send to Amazon? Do I need to ship it to a bunch of different Amazon warehouses? I, I don't know how that parts, how that part works. So for sellers, you have two choices. You can fulfill the orders yourself, or you can ship it to the Amazon warehouse, which is fulfilled by Amazon, and they will actually ship those orders for you. Um, and a lot of times, if you're testing a new product, it's tempting to ship it yourself. But just know, people are actually more likely to buy stuff that is fulfilled by Amazon. Oh, yeah. Uh, they like it I better. Know I am. They trust it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so... Amazon makes it relatively easy. Uh, if you ship a large enough quantity, a lot of times you're just shipping to one warehouse and it tells you which one. Um, sometimes at the most, you'll have to split between three warehouses and usually it's left, right, and center. So you're sending one on the West Coast, one on the East Coast, and one somewhere in the like Ohio Valley kind of area, right? Um, it, it, there's a process on Seller Central, which is the interface for sellers that walks you through how to ship. It's really not very hard. Oh, cool. Um, and, and to test a product, I always recommend you send at least 24. Uh, you need a decent size so you can see how it sells over time. Like if you only send two or three or only list two or three, you might sell them really quick. Doesn't mean more would sell after that. So if you're buying from a distributor, you're buying from a wholesaler, creating your own product, no matter what it is. I love to do a case pack, which is usually between 16 and 24, 24 if you can do it and see what the velocity is of selling that product. So then you can make a decision. Am I going to go all in on this or more in on this, improve the listing detail page, create some ads, or is it just, was the response so bad that I just need to move on and try another product? Yeah. Um, where would you say the opportunity is today in terms of I'm going to source products on AliExpress, Alibaba or something like that, buy it overseas, you know, have it shipped to me and then send it to Amazon. Does Do you see that working well? I don't love that model. A lot of people yeah. still promote it, but there's reasons to not do it. Most of those products are generic products. They're not actually branded. Amazon does not like generic products. Also, if you list a generic product, uh, you will have a lot of other people jump on that same listing and they aren't actually selling the same thing. And it becomes a big problem because it's all these different versions because there's no real brand name. Uh, it gets really messy. So if you're gonna if you're gonna source something that you want to have on your own brand name and say is you. Uh, you really need to brand it as your brand. And oh, there's a thing on Amazon called brand registry, where once you oh, get cool. your trademark, you register your brand with Amazon to protect yourself. 
Yeah. So for example, like I could get, um, I know just one thing that I buy that have bought that's kind of generic are these kind of thick boba straws, um, mm -hmm. which I try not to, and I reuse them and I reuse them, you know, those who are <laughs> sensitive about uh, the earth. Oh, there we go. You've got yours. Um, but so a possibility would be you just order a crate of them and then you work with some local or some domestic packaging or you work maybe overseas and say, okay, um, I'm going to buy your stuff, but I want you to package it up and I want you to put my labels on it. Wow. So you could do that. Absolutely. So you have to have a trademarked brand name. Mm. You can even use a provisional trademark to get registered on Amazon and brand registry. You don't have to have the final one. So that goes a little faster. Um, and you get the manufacturer to put, put it in branded packaging. If it's an item that can actually be branded on the item, you should do it. On something like you're talking about, yeah. that's not going to be branded on the item. Yeah. But if at all possible, you want to brand it on the item and the packaging, and that way you can set up your nice detail page with your brand name. So anyone else who jumps on there is a counterfeiter, and you can get Amazon to remove them from your page. Ah, ah okay. All right. And and so Riverbend, Riverbend Consulting, your website, riverbendconsulting.com, uh, who should be contacting you? So if you are a seller or a vendor on Amazon and you have any challenges, like you have suspended accounts or ASINs, you've got stranded inventory, you need reimbursements help or Amazon has lost your stuff and they're not reimbursing you for what they lost at the warehouse, um, we'd love to hear from you. We can also help with that listing optimization that you brought up earlier, Josh. Mm. Uh, so we have listing optimization and video services. And if you've just got an Amazon problem and don't know where to go, we love to take those calls because if we can't help you, we have a bunch of partners who can. And it's such a, a hard market to navigate. Why not just call us and let us do the work for you? We have something very exciting on our webpage. It's a phone number. We actually answer the phone, which is kind of innovative these days. Um, but there's also forums that you can submit if you'd rather just send us a note. Yeah. And so you can actually, here's the phone number, 877-289-1017. Give it a shot if you've got an Amazon question. Uh, uh, it, folks are standing by right now, or at least it'll go to a phone and a, and a real person uh, will get to you. So that's great. Okay. Riverbendconsulting.com. Uh, and uh, again, uh, Leslie Hensel, you're the co-founder. Uh, you guys are on the Inc. 5000. Uh, you've got a really robust uh, list of reviews on your website, lots of happy clients. So congratulations on your traction, your growth, your success, and, and most importantly, the impact that, that you have working with uh, great sellers. Thank you so much. We have such a good time working with these small businesses. I mean, what better clients could you possibly have than movers and shakers in e-commerce? It's a blast. Awesome. All right, Leslie Hensel, co-founder of Riverbend Consulting, found on the web at riverbendconsulting.com. Leslie, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group, 
just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love, even if you just stopped by to say hi, I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.